welcome everybody. You're listening to the Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. Alex Scott, Produce, back again. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember, our podcasts are available on Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Follow our social media pages at Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. So we have podcasts coming out right today, the 19th, Tuesday, and Thursday the 21st this week. Today I'll evaluate the Giants' opponents they faced in 2020, their all-time record against opponents, some more stuff to get into and some questions about that team going into 2020 i'd like to thank all the people that support our pages support the podcast we have uh international attention from ireland and austria whether it be three people four people downloading one episode or one person downloading four episodes it's recognition internationally in a great way to expand the growth and the fan base of this podcast Week 1, we versed the Steelers on Monday Night Football. Here's some things to keep in mind. Our all-time record is 44-30 and 30 against them. We are leading right now. But, last couple years, the Steelers have won three of the four matchups from 2004, 2008, 2012, and 2016. What's so remarkable about those years, you ask? Eli and Big Ben. Big Ben is still playing. Eli is not. Big Ben could be his last year this year we don't know they don't really have a future quarterback behind him they have Devlin Hodges they also have Mason Rudolph both of them played last year when he went down uh Steelers strong spots for coming into this year they got linebackers they got defensive line they got wide receivers they got James Washington they got Deontay Johnson they got Chase Claypool from Notre Dame this year they also have Juju Smith-Schuster defensive line Cam Hayward Stephon Tewitt you name it linebackers Bud Dupree Devin Bush TJ Watt all those guys contribute in parts to the defense now some weak spots Offensive execution, their backup quarterbacks, running backs, and left guard. Offensive execution, you saw last year a little bit underperforming, struggling with the offense. Randy Fickner is the offensive play caller, and a lot of people aren't happy with him right now. A lot of Steelers fans not happy. They thought the offense underperformed, but we'll see how that goes. The defense did a great job last year. Backup quarterbacks, you look Mason Rudolph. You also have Devlin Hodges, as I mentioned a couple seconds ago. Everybody credits, you know, Mike Tomlin. Oh, well, he got this team to 8-8 eight and eight and Big Ben was hurt. Right, but the defense carried them. Mike Tomlin's a defensive head coach. The quarterbacks didn't do a good job. They kept flopping, flipping, flopping, you know, with the Miles Garrett thing. Obviously, that was a whole sham and that was a whole mess, but those quarterbacks did not play well on a consistent basis and the defense ended up carrying them. Running backs, you have a lot of them. James Conner, uh, I'll get to him in one of my questions. Trey Edmonds, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarland, and you also have Jalen Samuels. Now, last year's record, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. Question marks, further read on it. Will Big Ben come back healthy? He's 38 years old. He turned 38 at the beginning of the month. It's going to be harder coming back from this injury and his career is almost over. Let's be honest. He's not going to be playing another six years like Tom Brady planned to and he's playing with the Bucks now. But we'll get to that. Will James Conner be able to be their number one back? Listen, they did have him produce last year in the backfield. They had a lot of running backs. They have a lot of running backs right now. But injuries are a deep concern for this team and James Conner happens to be one of those concerns they have to worry about. Will Chase Claypool take Deontay Johnson's spot on the offense? Deontay Johnson, one of the many wide receivers in this offense. Who are those starting two, three receivers you have on the field? They also have good tight end threats. They got Vance McDonald. They got Eric Ebron. Those are, you know, matchups that you'll be waiting to see if you're a Steeler fan. Before I go on to the next couple weeks, 
check out my other videos on YouTube. One of them is a record prediction video. You'll see what I predict as the Giants record this season facing all these opponents. But let's go to week two. All-time record, uh, they're in Chicago, week two, Soldier Field. The Bears lost three of the last five matchups. The Bears are currently in the lead in the all-time record, 34-24. to They lost three of the last five matchups, ranging back to 2010 with Jay Cutler and Eli Manning. Of course, 2019, Daniel Jones was the quarterback. Chase Daniel was the quarterback in 2018 when the Giants won. Bears strong spots, pass rush and running back, Khalil Mack. You also have that good defensive line. You got Eddie Goldman. You also have, uh, what's his face, Akeem Hicks. Running back, David Montgomery. Also, you have the lead back, Tariq Cohen. Bears weak spots, quarterback, wide receiver. My opinion, you have Allen Robinson. You have Anthony Miller, wide receiver. But who do you have behind there? They have Riley Ridley. Didn't really show a lot last year. But we'll see what depth becomes behind there. Uh, Bears, another Bears weak spot, as I mentioned, quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky is their starter right now, but also they did trade for Nick Foles, so he could be the starter going into the season. We'll see how the Bears deal with it. We'll see who wins the competition. Probably it's going to be Nick Foles because they traded for him. Why would you give up any picks for someone who's going to be a backup quarterback? But we'll see. Nick Foles, is his magic worth only in Philadelphia? Now, questionable positions. Wide receiver, as I just mentioned. Uh, kicker, also. Kicker. Eddie Pinheiro was the kicker last year. Didn't do a whole lot. I'm not going to say he was Cody Parkey here, but he didn't do Pro Bowl-like style. And he didn't do what Bears fans really wanted. He did only miss two field goals last year, but he also struggled on extra points, and we did see that. Now, going back to questions, final thoughts. Is Nick Foles' magic only worth in Philadelphia, as I mentioned before? Is Jimmy Graham near the end of his career? Didn't show a lot in Green Bay. Cut him. Now he's with the Bears in their tight end group. Can the Bears stick to one kicker? Eddie Pinheiro missed five extra points, I believe, last season. Missed only two kicks. Kicks, fine. But when you go in extra points... One missed extra point could mean the game for somebody. It could be the difference of one point. It could be a 27-28 game because Pinheiro maybe missed an extra point. So we'll see if Pinheiro is able to bounce back, especially on extra points. That's a big issue right there. It may not mean a lot in some stats, but then again, it could cost somebody a game. Fourth question, final question, I mentioned this before. Do the Bears have probable depth behind Anthony Miller and Allen Robinson? Got Riley Ridley, also got Javon Wim, somebody who I do like in the passing game. But are those probable answers behind them if one of them gets injured? We'll see during the season. Week 3, 49ers. All-time record, the Giants lead 21-20, ranging back to 2012. The Giants are 3-2 in the last couple matchups. The two teams are rivals and met in the playoffs a couple of times. The infamous, I believe, 2002 playoff game. And you also have the Lawrence Tynes game-winning kick in the 2011 playoffs, which eventually led them to the Super Bowl. They won that Super Bowl. Now, 49ers strong spots. Defensive line, running back secondary. Richard Sherman's in the secondary. You also have Akella Witherspoon. We'll see if he improves. Running back, Tevin Coleman. Drake McKinnon. Also have Raheem Mostert. Defensive line, Javon Kidlaw. They added him from South Carolina in the draft to replace DeForest Buckner. You got Eric Armstead. You also got Nick Bosa. 49ers weak spots. Wide receiver depth. Who is behind Debo Samuel? Questionable positions. Quarterback, cornerback, and linebacker. 
Questions and final thoughts on this matter. Will the defense go back to its 2019 form? Though they lost the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, will they have a hangover that the Rams had and the Falcons had? Both of those teams that I just mentioned, they regressed from those Super Bowl losses. They really haven't been good teams since. Really haven't been playoff teams since. So we'll see if that happens to San Francisco. Is Brandon Ayuk an immediate target on the field and in this offense? Mentioned wide receiver depth. Is he an immediate target or will he take time to develop? Remember, he's a first-round pick. I think it was a 31st overall pick. Will 2019 third-round pick Jalen Hurd possess potential coming off a season-ending back injury? Is Richard Sherman still elite? Is Javon Kidlaw a good replacement for DeForest Buckner? Is he going to produce right away? Is Richard Sherman still in his form? And also, is Jalen Hurd going to be having some setbacks from his back injury? It takes a while to come back from a season-ending injury like that. Mentioning one of those Super Bowl setback teams, the Rams, they face in Los Angeles week four. All-time record, the Rams lead the series 27-17. Giants have won four of the last five. The last win was in London in 2016, but they also got crushed by the Rams 51-17 in 2017. Some strong spots on the Rams roster. Tight end, Tyler Higbee, Gerald Everett. Defensive line, obviously Aaron Donald, Michael Brockers, you name it. Quarterback, Jared Goff. That's really questionable, but right now... It's a strong spot. Rams weak spots. Running back and O-line. Questionable going into the season. The secondary, linebacker core, wide receivers. Questions and final thoughts. How good will this offensive line be? They have regressed ever since that Super Bowl. Roger Saffold was let go. Many pieces let go. John Sullivan, maybe he didn't have a good year in 2018, but he was let go. Brian Allen was a center, didn't do so well. Along with the other pieces they brought in, they didn't do so well. In the Super Bowl... The Patriots found a way to get to Jared Goff, even though it was with that good offensive line. Question number two, who is the true number one running back? They drafted Cam Akers out of Florida State. You also got Daryl Henderson, John Kelly, and Malcolm Brown. Who is the number one running back there? Who replaces Todd Gurley? Could it be Cam Akers? They have to put him in that position and see what happens in training camp in the preseason. Is there probable wide receiver depth behind Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Josh Reynolds, and also Van Jefferson? How good will Jared Goff be? Relatively, that comes off his targets and also his offensive line. And is Sean McVay a genius? Everyone was calling him a genius when he went to the Super Bowl. That narrative has slowed down ever since their Super Bowl loss. We'll see if they could regain form. Weeks 5 and 17, they face Dallas. Week 5 is in Jerry World. Week 17 is at home. The all-time record, Dallas Cowboys. They lead the Giants 68 to 46 to 2. Two ties, 46 losses, 68 wins. Dak's record against the Giants, 6 and 2. When he came into the league, lost to the Giants twice. Through, I think, two picks in the total of two games. One was to Leon Hall, and I think one was to Janoris Jenkins. Now, ever since, Cowboys have been on a six game win streak against the Giants since 2016. Cowboys' strong spots. Defensive line and offensive line. Offensive line was arguably the best in the league under Mark Colombo. He's now the Giants offensive line coach. Let's see what he could do with the Giants. Let's see if the offensive line stays the same. Same chemistry. Travis Frederick retired. They have the reserve lineman Joe Looney. They also drafted Tyler Biedez, I believe, in the fifth round. Defensive line, they added Gerald McCoy and also Dontari Poe from the Panthers. Cowboys weak spots. Wide receiver and tight end. Why do I say wide receiver? C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. Who do they have behind there? The only serious answer you could give me is Michael Gallup. Tight ends. 
Who do they have besides Blake Jarwin? Jason Witten's now with the Raiders. Dalton Schultz, maybe he'll step up. But right now, we'll see what happens with Mike McCarthy's offense. Not really his offense, but Kellen Moore's offense. Questionable, quarterback and linebacker. Besides Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch and Sean Lee, who do they have behind there that are good depth pieces that could step in whether they don't take a snap or they get injured? Quarterback. This is going to lead into my next question. Will Dak Prescott hold out? We saw that in his option, he wants to be paid $45 million in his fifth year option. Is that going to happen? I don't really think so because I don't think they have the cap space to do it. I don't think you're going to be putting that much cap on a quarterback. And especially at that timing when you're probably going to have to pay other players. We'll see what happens at that time as well. Maybe C.D. Lamb you might have to pay depending on his development. Going back to C.D. Lamb, is he going to be that big-time target for whoever's the starting QB? Is he going to be a big-time target for Dalton or Prescott? We'll see what happens there. As I said, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Cooper, those are the only three serious targets besides Blake Jarwin that Dallas has in the passing game. Mentioned this before, where is the depth behind Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz? They also have a couple other guys who could step up just in case he gets injured. That would be a big blow to the offense if he did get injured. Will Joe Looney be the starting center or will be Tyler Biedez? We'll see what happens. If they rotate him in or they'll start Joe Looney. Right now, they're in a win-now situation. They want to keep winning, so they'll probably either put Looney there or Tyler Biedez. And will the defensive line be more improved than last year? They did make a couple additions, but also Demarcus Lawrence took kind of a step back in terms of sacks and a couple other stats, and that happened after the big payday. Weeks 6 and 9. Week 9, they go to the Redskins, but they stay home against the Redskins week 6. All-time record, the Giants lead 103-69-4 to to and won 5 of the last 8 games. Swept Washington last year, which is a big note to add, even though they were still a rebuilding team, both sides really. Redskins, strong spots. Defensive end, defensive line, and also cornerback. Defensive end, Chase Young. Defensive line, at Ioannidis. Jonathan Allen, two guys that pop up in your head. Cornerback, Ronald Darby. I think Monte Nicholson is still there. And also, Kendall Fuller. Redskins weak spots. Wide receiver. Offensive line. Questionable. QB. Tight end. Here are some questions that pop into the mind. Will the defense be as good as advertised? They added a lot of pieces. Chase Young, Kendall Fuller, Ronald Darby. Secondary, and then also adding to that big defensive line. Jack Del Rio's the coordinator. Defensive head coach in Ron Rivera. Will they be as good as advertised, or will they flop? Next one. Dwayne Haskins. Will he make a strong jump? Struggled at the beginning of last year because they put him in the Giants game, and he didn't even get first-team reps. Does he make the expected jump? And now, the next question. Are Wes Martin, Sadiq Charles, the right pieces to the left side of the offensive line? Or will they put Jerron Christian at left tackle to start the season? Sadiq Charles drafted fourth round at LSU. Shortly thereafter, they traded, actually before the pick, they traded Trent Williams to 49ers. Now Sadiq Charles, they drafted with the fourth round pick that they did have. Will they start Jerron Christian there? Or they will slowly put in Sadiq Charles at left tackle? Now... Next question, who will jump out at you besides Kelvin Harmon and Terry McLaurin? Speaking wide receiver specifically, Kelvin Harmon, Terry McLaurin. Who else do you have there? They drafted Antonio Gandy-Golden out of Liberty. Who else stands out in that wide receiver core? I honestly don't see anything there, but we'll see going into the season what they do there. 
Philadelphia, they versed them week 7 in Philly, Thursday night football, and also week 10 at home. The all-time record, the Giants used to have it, now it's Philly's turn. Philly leads it 87-85-2. Philly has won the last 7 out of 8 contests going back to 2016. The Giants have tried multiple comebacks in Philly and at MetLife. Unfortunately, the defense gives up on that. Tight ends, running backs, cornerbacks, defensive line, those are the Eagles' strong spots, Eagles' weak spots, wide receiver and linebacker. Questionable, quarterback. Here are some questions to put on it. Will Carson Wentz stay healthy for a full 2020 season? Who is a key player at that linebacker position? Nathan Jerry, I think his name is, Alex Singleton. Those are not really known guys across the league. They released Nigel Bradham this offseason. Who jumps out at you at that position? Who's going to get to the running back in the run game if all of those defensive linemen are blocked? Do Darius Slay and Nikel Roby Coleman, do they improve this secondary? Does the addition of Jalen Rigor help a dry wide receiver core? J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, he didn't help the wide receiver core last year. Right now, all you have is Alshon Jeffrey and Jalen Rigor if you're counting him as a target. He's never seen NFL action, hasn't seen it yet. They traded... A pick to the 49ers for Marquise Goodwin as he contributed to this offense. And those are my questions on Philly. Week 8 versus Tampa, Monday night football. They get a couple extra days to prepare from the Week 7 Thursday night matchup to the Monday night matchup versus Tampa. This is one is interesting. It's going to be interesting. The game is going to be interesting. All-time record, Giants lead 16-7. Giants have won two of the last three meetings. It isn't to know. They have played them every year since 2017. Those are those two or three meetings. And every team has had a new team every year, whether it be a good team, a bad team, an indifferent team. Buck strong spots, quarterback, wide receiver, and defensive line and defensive end and outside linebacker. Buck's weak spots, running back, kicker, questionable, offensive line, tight end, and defensive back. Questions. Is the secondary improved enough to give more time to the defensive line to getting to the quarterback? Does Shaq Barrett have another monster season where he has double-digit sacks? How poor or how better can this run game be? They don't really have a number one. They drafted a guy in the sixth round, and they still hang on to Ronald Jones. A lot of health concerns. O.J. Howard. Cameron Bray is the backup tight end. Will O.J. Howard stay healthy? And do they have a good kicker? Matt Gay missed the kick against the Giants last year. Was 27 for 35 when it came to kicking a field goal. And also, his longest field goal was 58 yards. Now, skipping the bye week, you also have the Cincinnati game. Going to Cincinnati week 12. All-time record. Bengals lead 6-4 in the series. 2-2 two two this century, both teams are. But the Giants will rematch versus Bobby Hart and their defensive coordinator, former DB coach Lou Anarumo. Bengals, strong spots, wide receiver, running back, and defensive end. Weak spots, the offensive line. Questionable, linebacker and tight end. Questions, what will Joe Burrow's first year be like? Another question, will Jonah Williams have a first-year struggle? Everyone's saying, every Bengals fan's like, oh, second year, he's going to be that good tackle. He's never faced an NFL edge rusher. So how is he going to know, and how is he going to have a good year? I'm not saying he can't have a good year, but how is he going to have a good year when he has no NFL experience? It's usually tough for first-year tackles. Technically, this is his first year. Had a torn labrum last year. He had to get that repaired, and it was the end of the season for him. Bengals drafted two inside linebackers this year. Actually, one outside, one inside. Akeem Davis-Gaither out of Appalachian State and also Logan Wilson. Will they improve the linebacking core? 
Will AJ Green stay healthy? You got T. Higgins behind him. You got John Ross behind him. You also have Tyler Boyd behind him. Good wide receiver depth. Is Bobby Hart going to be benched? This kind of goes along to the O-line. They've made some improvements, but Bobby Hart right now is still their offensive tackle on the right side. Is he going to give up a lot of pressures to Joe Burrow? Protecting the rookie quarterback should always be the number one priority or one of the number one priorities when it comes to this young team. And do the additions of Mackenzie Alexander and Trey Waynes help the secondary? We got William Jackson back there. They added Von Bell from the Saints. Does that secondary finally hold up so those rushers could get to the quarterback? Those are some key things to consider about this young team. And personal note, I would like to add, I don't think they tanked properly. Because if you tanked properly, in my opinion, you would give up a lot of star receivers or at least star players. You would give A.J. Green, you would have given up Andy Dalton, you would have given up a lot of star players, and you would get the proper draft picks. That's what the Dolphins did. That's why I think they're a better team. But that's just my opinion. I'll leave that for another video or podcast episode. Week 13 in Seattle. The series is tied 7-7. However, this is tough, and I predicted that they would lose against Seattle. First of all, it's an away game. Second of all, they never beat Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson together. Their last win, I believe, was like 2008 when they had a different starting quarterback. Seahawks strong spots, quarterback, wide receiver, tight end. Seahawks weak spots, defensive end and outside linebacker with also offensive line. Questionable, linebacker as a total in position. Questions, how much longer will Pete Carroll be there? He's been there a while. Let's see if they still go with him as the head coach. Will the offensive line be better? They added Damian Lewis and Brandon Shell in free agency. Damian Lewis was the LSU guard in the draft, and Brandon Shell was from the Jets in free agency. Is Metcalf Russell Wilson's main threat? The Giants will have to watch out for that when they're in Seattle. They also have Tyler Lockett. Two players opposing defenses will have to keep an eye on. And will the pass rush be better than last year? They were 29th in sacks last year. And I know you could say, oh, QB pressures, QB hits, QB hurries. Yeah, but this stuff shows up on film and on paper as well. One acquisition that should help them is Alton Robinson. They drafted him out of Syracuse. I think it was in the fourth or the fifth round. So that acquisition should help the team. And we'll see what these positions are for Seattle week 13 when we face them. And also during the season leading up to that or after that. Week 14, they have the Cardinals at home. Giants lead 80-45. to 45. Giants have lost four of the last five matchups going up back to 2011. And now these are the second year QB matchups. Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, they versed last year. We'll get to that. Strong spots, running back, wide receiver, and cornerback. Wide receiver, they traded for DeAndre Hopkins. Weak spots, tight end and right tackle. Questionable, offensive tackle, offensive line, linebacker. Is Isaiah Simmons a good addition? Vance Joseph specifically said, oh, we're not going to treat him like he was at Clemson. He's just going to play his linebacker. Is the defense good as advertised with improvements? Isaiah Simmons, you still got Chandler Jones on the defense. They added some defense in the draft, free agency, whatever you name it. The defense should be better this year. If it's not, it's going to be a mass underachievement. Finally, who jumps out at you at tight end? Max Williams is the only name, and he doesn't even produce a lot. Say most of the wide receivers go down and injured. What if you rely on your tight ends in the block game, in the passing game? Max Williams is the only one that jumps out at you, really, if he jumps out at you. And that's what the questions for the Cardinals and the concerns for the Cardinals that I have. Week 15 versus the Browns. All-time record, Browns lead 27-22. to 22. 
The Giants have not lost to the Browns since 2008. And remember, this is Odell Beckham's revenge game against the Giants. Got traded away last year, 2019, March. Got for a couple picks, end up being O'Shane Ziminis, Dexter Lawrence, and Jabril Peppers. But Odell is still mad about that. We know that. He knows that. Everybody knows that. Baker's talking trash. Giants have to face them. And I want them to beat them, but we'll see what happens in the season. Strong spots, wide receiver, defensive end, running back, tight end. They have a lot of depth at those positions. Weak spots, linebacker, questionable, offensive line. Will they move Jack Hawkland to left tackle? They drafted Jedrick Wills, who is a right tackle at Alabama, also a blindside blocker. So that might change things, but I think Jack Conklin, the veteran, will switch to left tackle, in my opinion. Are they as good as advertised? They have a lot of weapons, same weapons, a lot of more potential than they were last year. Freddie Kitchens, who is a clown, is now our tight ends coach. Kitchens is more of a coordinator. He's more of a positional coach rather than a head coach, Kevin Stefanski now. He should control that locker room. Mike Zimmer did it. Now it's his turn. This time in Cleveland. Will Baker be running for his life? This has to deal with the offensive line. Not very good last year. Greg Robinson was the left tackle. Now you could probably have Jack Conklin or Jedrick Wills depending on how they play it. Which wide receiver will have a 1,000 yards? Will Odell still be on the team? A lot of talk that he was going to get traded to the Vikings. Didn't happen. They still kept him. And also, will Greedy Williams make a jump? They drafted him in the second round last year. Had an abysmal year last year. Denzel Ward, also a part of that secondary. Will they improve? Will they let the pass rushers get to the quarterback? Will Miles Garrett finally behave himself and not hit quarterbacks in the head with helmets? We'll see about that. Final one. Week 16 in Baltimore at the Ravens. All-time record. Ravens lead 4-2. The Giants lost a Super Bowl to Baltimore in 2000 with Jim Fassel as their head coach. Strong spots. Wide receiver. Tight end. Running back. O-line. Defensive back. Weak spots. Outside linebacker. Because this team is so good and because I actually have them going to the Super Bowl and winning, even though that the record predictions I have on playoff predictor says different, I actually have this team winning the Super Bowl in my mind just to start right now. Only two questions for them. Does Lamar and the offense keep up the same production as well as the defense? Is the outside linebacker core taking a step forward? Jalen Ferguson, they drafted in the third round last year, only got one sack. Pernell McAfee had to be re-brought in. Tyus Bowser, he's coming back as well. Also with Matt Judon on the franchise tag. So there's a lot of questions for this Super Bowl team. I don't have them winning in Baltimore. Baltimore lost to the Giants the last time at the stadium, MetLife Stadium. Now it's Baltimore's turn to win. And that's what I think about Baltimore and my concerns about Baltimore this season. Okay, so that will do it for this episode of the Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember, our podcasts are available on, right here on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Follow our social media pages at Bleeding Big Blue Podcast. I have podcasts coming out today, obviously, and Thursday the 21st. That's the weekly schedule for this week. Thank you guys for supporting us. Also, the people internationally, I thank you as well. Remember, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Content is always placed on there. I do my best. Team does our best. We thank you guys for the support. And we will see you on Thursday.